Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. As we think about being in the arms of an angel, it feels like such a comforting image because there we have troubles, right? I mean, on any given day, there are probably some troubles that we're dealing with. And right now, in our society, we have a lot of troubles going on. And so we want that comfort. But I want to offer a different way of thinking about the arms of an angel. There's a story in the Bible about Jacob. And Jacob had left the lands of his father-in-law and he was taking his two wives and all his children and the cattle and the goats and everything that was part of his tribe and he was heading back to the land that he had come from where his older brother Esau lived and if you remember your Bible stories Esau is the brother that should have inherited everything from their father except that Jacob pulled a fast one and he tricked his father, who was blind and couldn't see, into blessing him and giving him the inheritance. So when God tells Jacob to go back to the land he came from, the unmentioned subtext is where your older brother, who may still be really angry at you and want to kill you, lives. So he's heading back in that direction, and he gets word that his brother and a lot of troops are coming his way. So he's very nervous about that because, you know, he has reason to be nervous. And so he splits up his tribe so at least one portion of it will get away. And he starts sending gifts in the direction of his brother and hoping that by the time one wave after another of gifts have come, that his brother's heart will be softened toward him. So he has done this, and then the night before he's due to meet his brother because the approach is getting closer, he wrestles all night long with an angel. Now, in the Bible, every time you hear about an angel, it doesn't mean necessarily a literal angel. It is mystical code for having a mystical experience. So that means the whole night before he meets his brother, he is having this mystical experience where he is wrestling with his own guilt where he is wrestling with his shadow, where he is trying to find peace within himself for who he is being in this world. And at the end of the night, he is unwilling to let this experience end until he has been blessed by the angel. But that means he is unwilling to accept anything except seeing himself as a blessing. So as we think about the things that are going on in our lives, 
What if we begin to think about those as something that we need to wrestle with? We need to tune into the angels of our higher nature and have them help us to see who we actually are in the highest light. However, it's hard to see who we are. We need the mirror of others. We need the mirror of community. And so just like when we look in a mirror and we see something that is off, whether it's you know a hair sticking straight up or whatever it might be, when we look in the mirror of community, we see things that don't always make us happy. We see people who have different political opinions than we do, and they are just as passionate about their opinions as we are about ours. I, how could that even be possible? You know, because we know we're right, right? <laughs> no. The others feel just as passionately. And so we are forced to look at our shadow, the shadow of righteousness. What happens when we see people in our community or outside of our community who are taking actions that we do not approve of? Do we start spewing hate? How many times have we stepped into that place of righteousness and hate, whether it's on the pages of Facebook or out of our mouths? That's our shadow we're looking at. And those others have drawn it out from us. Sometimes it's more of a minor thing, but it's still a shadow. I had an experience recently with my dog, Ringo. Ringo is a herding dog from Eastern Oregon. And so he, you know, he, he came as a puppy, so he has no experience of herding cattle or sheep or anything like that, so us humans have to do. And it's very distressing to him if the herd is not together. So when we go for a walk, if, if I head out and Jeff is behind me, this, this is a problem for him. If, we, if Jeff stops to use the, the public bathroom while we're walking and I take Ringo down to the pond for a drink, he'll have a little sip and then he'll turn around and then a little sip and then he'll turn around because he, he has to know where's Jeff, the herd's not together. It, it, this is really upsetting. So one of our members is, um, is an animal communicator and she told me that whenever there's an issue going on with our animals, it's pretty much always a reflection of something in the person who's the owner. So I'm remembering this and I'm thinking, all right, what's this behavior got to do with me? And I didn't have to have my thinking cap on for very long before I realized that I am constantly thinking about others. I want to keep the herd all together. So it's so distressing to me right now that we can't all be together in this sanctuary. It really, really is hard for me. I know it's hard for you too, but this is all about me. So um, anyway, so that's hard. Even, even when I'm meditating, I'm trying to quiet my mind and I'm thinking about the herd or I'm thinking about projects or that I'm going to do for the herd. And it, it's like, I'm no better than Ringo. I can't just 
drink the water and relax and be focused on it. No, I've got to keep turning, keep turning. So that's an example of how I get to see my own shadow and where I have some room for growth by looking outside me at someone else. When When we look and we see things that we don't like, the temptation is to point the finger and say, there's something wrong with you. But you, you've heard the thing, one finger's pointing out, three fingers are pointing back. It's always about us. We have a membership commitment that we all have said if we're members, and I wanna read it to you because it's so important. I pledge to see and treat Unity members and other attendees as part of my own spiritual body. That is huge. I promise to think and act kindly toward them in word and deed, refraining from criticism or gossip. When I find myself triggered or concerned about someone's actions, I commit to searching my own consciousness for the source of the trigger. And if necessary, speaking directly to the person involved about my concerns. I promise to bring the perspective of my higher self through prayer and meditation and commit to seeing the other as light incarnate regardless of human foibles. That is a powerful commitment Every member of this community has made that commitment, and we strive to live that commitment. It's so important because if we, if we start looking outside of us and seeing problems with others and we don't invite the question of how is our shadow showing up in that upset, then we create a toxic community. We can only be the light that we are as a community if we are willing to look at our own shadows. And that is the gift of community. A lot of people talk about how, oh, nature is my church. Well, nature is a great place to go and just chill. It's a great place to meditate, but it is not a great place to grow. If we want to create a pearl, we need the irritants that get into the oyster. Those irritants, as we work with those irritants, the oyster of us keeps working and working, we create a beautiful pearl. Back in the Middle Ages, there, was, there were alchemists that were actively practicing, and they were trying to turn lead into gold. But you know, I believe that that was not a literal pursuit. Maybe some were doing it literally, but I think it's actually, if we look at that metaphysically, what is lead? Lead is the heavy, the heavy energy of our experiences, the things that are bothering us, the things that we think should not be there, they are the wrong experience. That's the lead. And we are all being invited to be alchemists and turn that into gold. And how do we do that? We do that through loving acceptance. Take another image, the beautiful lotus. 
We've all seen lotus flowers, and they're so lovely. And they have these long roots, and the roots require mud to grow in. What is mud? It's dirt and water, earth and water coming together, difficulties and mercy coming together. These are the things we are creating. And when we do this as a community, we have the power, like we were practicing with pulsing out the light from our hearts. Every time we practice with pulsing as a community, that's why it's so powerful. When you're willing to come virtually and be with us on Sunday, we have this energy field that's all at the same time raising our vibration, whether we're, we're rocking out to the music of soul shine or we're praying and sending out the love, we're doing that together and we're creating this high vibration that is affecting the whole planet. Yesterday I participated for a little while in this global coherence that the HeartMath Institute um, is aligned with. And that's going to be going every Saturday in August. I put a post about it in the our Facebook group, if you're interested in. But, but it's gathering people from all over who are raising their vibration and sending light out into the world. This is our job as a spiritual community, to send collective light out into the world. And as we do that, we take all of the stuff that's going on in our world that is so awful and we make from it a pearl, a cosmic pearl that is beautiful. And we can't do that alone. We can't do that from our human condition. We need the angels of our higher selves, our higher consciousness to help us. And so that's why we're focusing on angels, calling them in and saying to them, please come. Come and help us. Help us to see. Shine your light. Help us to see our shadow that is out there in this community, whether it's our spiritual community, our family community, or the world community. The shadow is out there for us to see, to accept, to love. And from there, we create this cosmic pearl. So let's call in our angels. Namaste. Spend all your time waiting for that second chance for a break that'll make it okay. There's always some reason to feel not good the end of the day, I need some distraction, oh beautiful release, memories see through my veins, let me be empty, oh and weightless, and maybe I'll find some peace. In the arms of the angel, fly away from me. 
Some comforting. 